You guys, I love your Bloody Mary t-shirts. Thank you. Oh my God, thanks for noticing. I got it at this super cute shop called The Wicked Cat Clothing. Tell me more. Um, Of course, it was founded by a girl named Stephanie Long, and she's just as into Halloween as we are. Yeah, she loves all things spooky, paranormal, Halloween, cats, Boydston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so she basically wanted to bring her love for all these things to others with her apparel and her clothing line. There are so many cute options. And if you guys want to go check it out, you can get a 30% discount with the code the Tipsy Ghost 30 All one word, the Tipsy Ghost 30 Sign me up. Yes, you can go to wickedcatclothing.com. Right now, my favorite shirt has a picture of a coffin with a reference that says, get in, loser. <laughs> you know I love Mean Girls. Girl my favorite. Life. I do, too. It's my favorite. <laughs> so go to wickedcatclothing.com, and you guys can find so many cool options there. Make sure to use our coupon code, thetipsyghost30. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We are your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Lindsay, and Sarah. Oh, wow. Hi. <laughs> Did you um, like that? Throw, no, did I throw you doesn't up? like that. Well, I don't like change, and also I, I liked going first or second. <laughs> you were first. I was third. Did you see her face? Okay. She yeah. was totally thrown off. <laughs> I thought I'd surprise you all. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Honestly, I didn't either. It felt weird. Uh, okay. I, I hated it. <laughs> I was going to actually see if you'd even notice. Oh. But you noticed. That's me. <laughs> we noticed. It's Good. also really nice to see you guys again. Yes. It's really been a nice. while. <laughs> it has. I mean, besides at work, it's been a while since we've podcasted. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Like three weeks, a month. I don't know. I stopped losing. Tr- I stopped counting. After- you stopped losing track? <laughs> I stopped losing track. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I also stopped losing track. It's... <laughs> Permission to look at my calendar. It's been a couple weeks. Sure. I think it was the 21st. It was the 20th. Okay. So one, two, (laughs) it will have been three weeks tomorrow. Oh, man. 20 days. That's a long time. That might be the longest time we've ever gone without all three being together. Well, there was that little thing that we went through last year that caused us to oh yes 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 when we were on lockdown but we were seeing each other through like skype yeah you guys don't have time to skype me now so it's because we see you it's because we have time to come (laughs) see you in person now do you want to go back to skype you know, I, mean, I would just uh, appreciate an occasional FaceTime like the three of us, like Lindsay we used to, to do. FaceTime accidentally. <laughs> the good old days. My boob accidentally FaceTime her. She puts her, her phone in her shirt. God damn it. My mom does that all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I hang up bra. and I call her. I'm like, lock your freaking phone. <laughs> I thought it was locked. And then all of a sudden I'm like on a bike ride with my kids. And all of a sudden I hear, hi, <laughs> coming from my bra. <laughs> it was me. I'm like, what are you doing? And I looked around. I'm like, is somebody talking? me because i thought it was around me and then i hear sarah go did you mean to call me i'm like my phone and there she is on facetime i figured i figured and you know what i'm really glad it was you and not like somebody i haven't talked to in like years i seem to get butt dialed all the time by friends i don't know why my my name does but 
It does. It must have just gone to my FaceTime and gone to like recent FaceTimes and maybe I recently called you guys. I don't know. Probably didn't. But you're probably <laughs> just thinking about me. I was. Right. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I wonder what Sarah's doing right now. You know what? <laughs> left boob. Could you please <laughs> call her up? my left. <laughs> That's where I stick because you're right-handed. So you put yes. it in with your... Yes, yeah. I put it in my right hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 You just stick it though up in the strap. Right? Yes, it was um, just up mm-hmm. in the strap. You were at the top boob. Oh, okay. no. I have to stick <laughs> it just, like... Oh. Oh, in, in, oh you're down. on the side. Mm-hmm. You're the uh, side boob. Mm-hmm. No, it's too sweaty down yeah, there. Yeah, for, for sure. Me. I mean, it does get a little <laughs> condensation-y, but you just wipe it, it off. the at and store, and they're like, what happened to your phone? I'm like, mm, boobs sweat. Just, boob sweat. just don't smell it, sir. <laughs> Why do you need your phone replaced? <laughs> it's a long story. It's ruined from boob sweat. So why has it been so long since we've been together, guys? Um, Vacation. (laughs) We were all on vacation, yes. (laughs) Okay, that's a strong word from what I did, but you two were on vacation. We were. Yes, do share. Go ahead. You want me to go first? Okay. I went, so it was our anniversary, mine and my husband's, and so we went to Estes Park, Colorado. Are we going to have an anniversary trip for us? (laughs) Our anniversary, hold on, I was thinking October. (laughs) We're going someplace in October, aren't we? That could be our anniversary trip. Back in here. Somewhere. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. We went to Garnett, I'm pretty sure, on our friend anniversary last year. We did do that. Yes. All right. Proceed. All right. I am proceeding. <laughs> it's like we go on a trip every month. It was a joke, but okay. <laughs> it's not the same you, thing. You yeah, answered it true. honestly. And I appreciate it. So we went to Estes Park, Colorado, and we decided to go hiking at Rocky Mountain National Park. And it was an experience because we're not athletic. <laughs> And we learned that <laughs> going from absolutely no physical activity to all of a sudden going on a hike when you're two miles above sea level was not my husband's idea of fun. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Day one, he was like, I hate hiking. Work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying. He's like, this is not fun. I hate this. He laid down in the middle of the trail and Aww. I went on without him. So I reached the top of the mountain. He did not. He pushed on and made it oh almost to the top, but then he didn't. And I just get a text from him that says, take pictures. I'm not making it. <laughs> I'm like, you are 32 years old. Come on. You had service in the top of the mountain? Um, on that one mountain we did for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. And so it was a lot of fun, though. We got to go see the Stanley Hotel. Ooh, which was amazing and i made him promise not to embarrass me the entire time did you work? feel the spirit of stephen king i did not he's we still could... alive by the way but <laughs> yes, I know he I was like... <laughs> he, he's alive um we cannot go in his room because his room is obviously like the most sought after room because it's sure that's what people want so we couldn't go in there because someone was there but i took a picture outside his door which was Creepy, almost like being but there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there is, I don't even think I told you guys this, there is a psychic that like has an office at the Stanley by appoinment. So you can meet with a psychic. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't ask, but did you make an appointment with a psychic? No, because I didn't even know they had one until we walked by the door and it said like psychic and it had her name and it said by appointment only. I was like, let's have a psychic. And he's like, yeah, we have a psychic who just stays here and she comes in for appointments. That is a dream job I didn't know that I had. I know. I thought of you. (laughs) What? You can just live, you can just work there and do, that's cool. I I want to do that. So the Stanley Hotel was really cool just to see like, I mean, it's just beautiful. Did you see the the elevator? The famous elevator? I did. We did not go 
No, not that elevator from the tiny. Damn it. They do have a very small elevator. It looked like the elms where like only two people oh. could fit in. So, so was stairs. it golden? Yes, it oh. actually was. Okay. But like at the top of the stairs, they have, I mean, it's like this grand staircase and corridor and they have all these mirrors on the walls that are facing each other. And they say that's like a superstition, bad luck thing of portals. If you have mirrors facing each other, there's just like all these mirrors just facing each other that go on and on and on. Didn't they, they actually filmed the movie there, like most of it, right? So this this elevator is not a real thing. They did not film most of it there. (laughs) So the outside shots are, I think up in Canada is where they were. And the inside shots, I believe they were in London for part of it. So my heart is broken. (laughs) Yes. They did film part of Dumb and Dumber at this I knew I loved it. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. So Dumb and Dumber, there's three scenes that are filmed at that hotel. Is it the bar scene? The bar scene is one. The bar scene is one. There's another one where she's like running up or down the stairs or something, Mm -hmm. and that's one. And I forget what the third one was. I'll find out to tour. So no, the Stanley Hotel is just because this is where Stephen King created the shining. Where he thought of it because he had a nightmare about it. So that was really cool to see. They had, um, I'm totally blanking on, F.O. Schwartz. What's F- his name? F.A.O.? Is that what you said? What's F- his name? F.A.O. Schwartz? His name is F.A.O. No, Stanley. Stanley. Stanley Schwartz? No, he, he had initials. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it F.O.? It is, I think, because F-O I did Stanley. his story. Yes. <laughs> it's F.A.O. Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember his initials. So his wife, she has a piano that is like haunted. And the last person, they have it there. It's her original piano, so it's... 100 plus years old it's beautiful it's roped off you can't touch it because the last person who played on it was elton john very cool isn't that cool and we say it's haunted and that she does not like people to touch it fun fact i did an episode on the stanley hotel you did it was like our second episode so it was very early or third i don't remember it was our third episode because i looked it back up (laughs) um so very very early on so i didn't remember a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's been i mean it's been a year and a half i know um but it was just really cool to go there and see awesome. things. And our guide showed us lots of evidence of photos that he had taken. Because, like, they just go ghost hunting at night for fun. Him and the other uh, tour guides. Sounds mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Super so, fun. It was really cool. Cool. Where'd you go? I was a, a jet setter. I went to two <laughs> states. Oh, my God. Look oh, at okay. you. I know. One upper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I Obviously. was on four planes. <laughs> So, oh my god. <laughs> now, I'm going to work backwards. So, the second place we went was Utah because mm-hmm. that's where Mike's dad lives. And I had never been up close and personal with the mountains besides whenever we went to see the Hoover Dam in Nevada. Um, so it was absolutely beautiful. It was very eye-opening. I also had an Evan moment where we went on a, a hiking trail. We're going to go to this place called Donut Falls. And it's really like a, it's in the grand scheme. It's a short hike. It's a mile and a half. Yeah. But whenever you're in a higher elevation and you're tremendously out of shape, you really kind of have to um, make peace with Jesus along the way. <laughs> Or lay down and take a nap on the rocks. Like yeah, my I had to. <laughs> I had to keep stopping and sitting on stumps, and I was almost there. And I needed to stop. And this lady came down. She was in, I don't know, her her sixties, her late sixties, maybe in her seventies. Okay. Her and her husband. And she takes one look at me, and she comes up, and she's like, "Oh, honey, I was you once. You'll make it, I'm sure." Aww. 
No, that's really condescending. <laughs> I agree. It is condescending. <laughs> Why would you ever say that to somebody? And of course, I was like, thank you so much. I know I you. <laughs> but, it, but as soon as she walked away, I was like, honey, that was really rude. <laughs> <laughs> but she was right. I did make it, and it was beautiful. Um, and then we also went to this place in the middle of Salt Lake called Antelope Island. Uh-huh. Where there's actual antelope and buffalo that oh, just wow. roam, just like the home home on the range Where song. The buffalo sounds roam. majestic. That's close enough. <laughs> I was making it match what you were saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was really beautiful. I didn't realize that Salt Lake was actually really salty. Um, and you what? can't have fish there. I mean, you could, but they don't survive. It's just brine shrimp. So just a bunch of, a big old lake full of sea monkeys. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. been to Utah, so this sounds fascinating. Yeah, but it really Did you was see lots of Mormons. I we went to the temple. It was being construct it was there was construction going oh, on. Okay. But there was a visitor center and it was really beautiful. They obviously put a lot of money into it and sure. it's gorgeous. And we were approached only three times to talk so about, about the word. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes. The word. <laughs> um but no, I mean it was really nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. I would I would go back. But the first place we went was Vegas because Woo-woo. his dad was getting married. Yes. And while we were there, of course, we had to stop into Zach's mansion. Did you see Zach? Oh, yeah. Now, and remember, I wanted to talk to him about his Discovery. Yeah, I know. We have concerns with Discovery Plus. So, or just season 10 in general. Tell or, us the truth. Yeah. There's, there's some issues. But I did not see him. I might have. There's actually his... There was a guy, while we were checking in, there was a guy that came in. He was tall, and he looked like he was wearing a long black-haired wig. And I was like, hmm. Like, he was in disguise. <laughs> he was, yeah. yeah. He was totally <laughs> going disguise at his own place. I, I feel like it, but he didn't, look, he didn't look as muscular as I thought Zach would be. And so I, and of course, I would never be like, Excuse me, sir. Hey, are you Zach? <laughs> I would have. I need to talk to you, we sir. We know you would have. <laughs> would have. What are you doing here? Can I take your picture? <laughs> so we went and toured, um, and it the museum was just as great as it was the first time. They've reorganized and kind of added and changed some rooms since I was there last. Yeah. I do need to make a formal complaint. Uh-oh. Let's hear it. I felt personally victimized. <gasps> I think I heard this story. <laughs> Oh, no. And I understand. So, so one of the places that you can go is from the uh, Zach's movie, the the Demon House. It he's uh-huh. got the actual stairs that go down and some dirt from um, the basement. reported portal to hell in the yeah. basement, and you know just some art just some artifacts that they uncovered. And that room is walled kind of like you're on the outside of a house looking in. And so it's just kind of a brown wall with, I don't know, siding, shutter, I don't know. There's, it's a brown wall, but there's windows, long horizontal windows. And I see where this is going. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't see over. I couldn't see through the windows. And so I got really upset and I was like, why the hell would they do this? And then the little guide pops her head in. Do you want a footstool? I was like, oh, no. I wanted to be really upset and mad. But I was like, yes, I want a footstool. Yes, I want to see it. Damn it. <laughs> you need to have a short person window. That is so rude. They well, need to have, like, have kids. I 
think you have to be a certain age, oh, but okay. still, not everybody's. Well, also the first the, the first time I went. Not everybody's tall. The first time I went, he had an employed a, a a little person. Right. And this little person would not have been able to see through the the makeshift windows. Right. And so it used I, to be able to go in the room, so that's yeah, different. I felt victimized and I'd like to make a formal complaint. You know what? I think you should let us all come back for free. But also I that. really I really appreciate that they had a footstool. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I think that's hilarious that they have a footstool on standby. <laughs> oh, there's a short person, she's gonna need it. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> seems weird why do they need to put the windows up that high aesthetics i guess and everybody else in the world's tall and they just don't understand <laughs> but not everybody is that tall. i don't know i have questions zach answer us zach stat and also while you're at it can you let us know about season 10 we have questions and some various missing episodes through the other seasons where did you go i went to the league of the ozarks <laughs> <laughs> and stayed at my parents' house, so... But you were on a boat on the lake. That's still pretty cool. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was super cool. It was a little chilly that weekend, mm. believe it or not. Yeah, it was. I was in a blanket on the boat, but my kids didn't care. They were out there tubing, jumping in, having a great time. And they were doing stand-up paddles. Have you guys ever done this? No. Absolutely not. I'm going to tell you right now, they will humble you do you know me can i balance in even the worst on way. regular land <laughs> ever i didn't do them this time it's been a little while but we only have the kids kinds yeah. so you know i think it was two summers ago when i tried it i'm saying they were kids kind because it makes me feel better because when i try to get on top of it i sunk it <laughs> um <laughs> that made me feel great there and it's it took like a full like hour on right yeah okay yeah, and then my kids, like, master it in five minutes, and they're, like, paddling around the cove, having a great time, and I'm like, that looks so cool. I really <laughs> I wish I could, I could do, do it. <laughs> I but I get up, and I'm like, ah, no, I want to. It looks really fun. Yeah. Um, I, we don't have the right size <laughs> Okay. for adults, and also, it is very hard. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard. It looks extremely difficult. If you are not a child. I say when we go in July, Lindsay tries it. Um, I'll try it with you. Did you miss where I said I can't even stay balanced on dry land? So here's what I... want me to stand on a board in the water and yes. not fall? You can get on your knees first. That's how the oh, kids okay. exactly right. No, oh, that sounded weird. It's just... <laughs> Stop then, it. Get on your knees first. Stop it. Then you can work yeah, your way up. It felt, felt weird. Um, it's just... Boydson <laughs> wants me to try it so she can sit in the boat with her camera and just record me falling repeatedly. Of course. No, it'd be for my own personal pleasure. I don't even need to record it. <laughs> I won't record you. It'll just be ingrained in my brain. She'll record it, but only for her to see. So when she's having a bad day, she can yes. <laughs> think back to me falling. One of my favorite things to do <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, well, kind of goes along with that. Is one of my favorite things to do is coving out there, and mm. we are right across from like Family Cove, they call it. So everybody just anchors their boats, and there's boats everywhere around, and there's all these people paddling around where you can put the lily pad out and just go lay out on the pad and or That's swim fun. in the saddles they call them. It's super fun and just drink in the water. So that is on is on the plate for whenever we go yes we have it on the books let's do it i'm excited all right but well, now we're reunited and back together and we're it's here better to be together <laughs> i agree it was too long i think i was yes. starting maybe that was um adding to my emotional week oh 
missing us? I was us? really sad this week. Aww. And I think it, I think I needed it. Don't ever leave me again for 20 days. No. Or, but I'll just show up at your damn house. <laughs> now you guys get to see each other at work. And I see Boydson for literally five minutes. And I hate it. It's true. <laughs> it she does me see so me, sad. but I feel like I'm usually in a bad mood there. I beg your pardon. I stayed after 45 minutes one day and just was chatting with you. You were staying late? I didn't know you were staying late. <laughs> I wanted to see you. Aw, you're such a good friend. <laughs> see you? I thought that you just had to stay late. No, I no, missed you. No. You are loved. Aww. I did not stay late to see you. No, you're always gone by the time I get there, which is totally fine. You probably get there when I'm leaving, though. Yeah, probably close to it. Oh, well. Well, should we say what we are talking about tonight? We should. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We are doing paranormal. (laughs) I knew it. You guys are assholes. You've been planning this? We haven't. We did it, but we did the exact same thing. How? Paranormal. Paranormal. Yes! That's where my mind was going. Not mine at all. Like, literally not at all. I hear it. I see it now. But per usual, I'm late to the damn game. We've been apart for three weeks and we're still so in sync. No, 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 no. Two of you are in sync. One of us is an outcast. The third fucking wheel. There's that FOMO coming back up. I really missed you there. Yeah. Where was my bottom note? Do you, you notice we're missing that? <laughs> I was just looking at you both. <laughs> no, you knew we were going to sing. I honestly was not sure because I've done it many times and you guys have left me hanging. Well, you're right. so. I just always surprise you. You never know. Yeah. Like you surprised us with the intro. True that. <laughs> <laughs> Your surprise was more fun. All right. Let's spin. See who's going to go first with their paranormal stories. What color am I tonight? Yeah, I don't know what colors. Oh, God. Sarah. Oh, it's me. Yay! I'm going to tell you guys about the Vallecas case. Oh, what is this? <laughs> I know nothing about this. <laughs> Lucky for me, I think that's the only time I have to say that word. So Okay, perfect. What? Wait, what case are you doing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad for you. Damn, tried. Um, okay, so a young girl named Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro lived in Madrid, Spain. This was sometime in March of 1990. Estefania went to school just like any normal day. But sometime during the day, she and her friends decided to ditch school and leave to go play the Ouija board, as you do. Why didn't we ever do this in high school? (laughs) (laughs) I never did that in high school. I never ditched school to play the Ouija. Also, I think you were banned. Yes, yes. No, the Ouija board was definitely not allowed in my house. (laughs) This is why you didn't ditch school to do that. I'm not brave enough to ditch school. I would have told my mom right away. I'm sorry. They said they snuck it into school, and I'm like, isn't it like kind of a big board game? How do you sneak Maybe that in, in their there? backpacks. I don't know. A pocket-sized Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> they have their ways. They made it happen. Um, so Estefania's sister named Marianella, she was part of the group but didn't actually participate. She was supposedly just guarding the door so that nobody could walk in and see what they were doing, you know, as younger sisters do. Um, unfortunately, they did end up getting caught by a teacher who burst into the room and took the game away from them. In doing so, though, the planchette that they were using um, fell to the floor and shattered because it was glass. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get to say goodbye. Uh-huh. Sure. Yes. Good oh, catch. Yes, because yes. you're supposed to do that. Thank you. I am an There's expert. many problems in this scenario. 
And so according to everybody there, smoke came out of the broken shards of glass. That seems dangerous. And Estefania unintentionally inhaled the smoke. This is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people around her say that her behavior started changing pretty quickly after this happened with the Ouija board and the planchette. They noticed that her sleep patterns were changing and that she began to struggle with some insomnia. Um, whenever she did sleep, she did have horrible nightmares of shadow creatures calling to her. Oh, don't like that. New. No. Um, shortly after this began happening, she started having experiencing also while she was awake. So mm, it started getting a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. And according to her family, Estefania claimed to have seen dark shadows following her all around. Oh, I know. And she's young, right? Yeah. That's sad. She claimed that they would be hiding in the corner of her room, down the hallway, that would whisper her to whisper to her and ask her to come with them. She also fell into trances that lasted about 15 to 20 minutes long. And when she would come to, she claimed that she had been in a long corridor filled with fog and that she could hear these voices just all around her. That's going to be terrifying. <clears throat> yeah. Her parents took her to several different doctors for help, but unfortunately they were unable to find anything wrong with her despite doing many different types of tests and scans. Um, and sadly, her symptoms began getting worse and they began noticing that objects in the apartment would move by themselves or turn things would turn off and on by themselves. So I guess you could say things are escalating at this point. I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime things are flying around the room... And turning off and on by themselves, that's a little bit spooky. Yeah. They also began to notice an increase in violence toward, be, between Estefania and her family, specifically her siblings. Um, so not only was she kind of violent with them, but her siblings would wake up in the middle of the night and they said that their arms would be like held up against the wall or like hitting the wall mm. and have bruises on them. Mm. And one of her sisters said that she was shoved and even the family dog was thrown across the room. I think the dog was fine, but it was thrown across the room. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. I did tell you. <laughs> but there was nobody safe, okay? In Not the even house. a dog. Not even the dog. Uh, but probably one of the scarier things that happened was when Marianella, the sister who was looking out for them during the Ouija board experience, said that she woke up at night and saw Estefania levitating from her bed. I don't do that. No, no. thank you. No right. levitation. So... Um, Things just unfortunately continued to get worse, and Estefania began attacking her siblings, as I mentioned. She became increasingly aggressive and would growl and bark at her younger brother. Mm. I know. It's kind of sad. It is sad. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's really sad, yeah. The poor family. <clears throat> They're all being terrorized, too. Right. So, after a while, everyone in her family began experiencing the same things as she did, they also started seeing shadows moving around and experiencing poltergeist activities such as door slamming and doors locking themselves. Hmm. So most of the activity actually took place place in the bathroom, which was kind of a weird place for that to happen, but that was the hot spot. Okay. And one time when Estefania was in there, a silhouette appeared and turned on the iron. And right after that happened, she screamed, but... The door shut by itself and locked behind her, which prevented her parents from entering the bathroom to help her. That so sounds like terrifying. Big scenario. Come on. And something's like probably trying to burn her. I mean, this is a bad situation. Mm -hmm. like in water and electrocution. Oh, that's you. Yeah. I mean, 
it's all bad and they're they're not allowing anybody to come in and you know they're beating on the door they can't get in and just right before he was about to like kick it down the kick down the door himself mm-hmm. it just opened no problems ghost was like i'm done yeah they gave up i guess sadly estefania began having seizures that mm. began getting worse over time and um, in the late summer of 1981, she had a seizure and went into a coma, but she never woke up. She actually died just a few hours later, and doctors had a really hard time finding an explanation for her death. Like as to why she was in a coma? Or why she even really started having these seizures. Like yeah. There was just a lot of things that were really not clear. <clears throat> now, granted, it was 1981, so there's probably not a lot of answers at the time, but I feel like there's yeah. some, you know? So- I mean... Yeah, it's not like epilepsy is not that new that in 1981 they didn't right. know about it. Right. But I guess whenever you haven't had it before and then all of a sudden it's just so it's short. Yeah. Is it something that you're typically born with? Like it doesn't show up later in life? I mean, it. I mean, a lot of kids who are born with it, that's just kind of their chronic problem. But there yeah. are adults that just kind of develop the seizure, right. seizure disorder. Yeah, right. so it's not unheard of. So. Only after like a TBI or something, I would think, right? Or some kind of um, brain injury? Not, maybe. Not necessarily. Oh. You know, it, it. it's just there's so many things. So, like, would she have even started having these seizures? Like, maybe right. something triggered them that she was experiencing. And maybe she did have this underlying cause. But yeah, who knows? Um, so, the activity continued even after she died. Oh, wow. And some even said it actually got worse. Her mother claimed that she could hear Estefania screaming from everywhere in the apartment Ooh. at every hour of the day, and there was always banging on the walls. That's they, interesting. So it wasn't just haunting her. Yeah. Or maybe it was, and she or maybe was also she was trapped. Yeah. yeah. And then she just could never escape from it. Mm. They continued to experience poltergeist activity with objects moving around on their own and appliances continuing to turn on and off. Right. Um, she also claims that she, this is the mom, heard glass breaking, an old man laughing, and the doors would continue to slam on their own. Her siblings her siblings would also say that they were still being awakened at night, you know, with their arms being pushed up and pinned to the wall. So nothing changed. Nothing really changed. In fact, it kind of got worse. The mother de- decided that she had finally had enough, and she called the police at around 2 a.m. one night. When they answered, she was yelling, please, come as, come quick. He's in here. And they tried to get some answers from her, but she really wasn't making sense. Yeah. And they actually had her pass the phone to her husband because they thought maybe she was drunk. And he said the same thing. And then they had him pass the phone to the kids. Aww. And the kids said the same thing. Aww. And finally, they were like, okay, fine. Everybody's panicked. We're going to send somebody out there okay, to help coming. you. Fine. <laughs> Which, I mean, when you just say some he's in here, they don't know that they're talking about a ghost. I mean, like, right. why wouldn't you just go out there? They it's kind of weird. about anyone armed. I know. So when they finally do arrive at the home, they um, went with the family. The family was outside, so they accompanied them back into the house, and they asked them what was going on. The father explained that everything in full detail about all the things that they had been experiencing, including mm-hmm. a new piece of information, and this was that some of the crosses on the wall had turned upside down. There it is. And scratch marks began to appear on the wall. Mm. Yeah. The mother explained that everything was also worse with the lights off. And so the detective that was leading this investigation ordered the lights to be turned off. 
And they were very surprised because they started hearing banging coming from all around the apartment. And when they flipped the lights back on, they saw the family. Everybody was still in the same spot accounted for. Mm -hmm. So they knew it was not them. The police then began heading towards the master bedroom to investigate a noise that they had heard coming from there. But they got distracted and heard loud bang and screaming from the balcony. They went out to look and they couldn't find anything to explain why they were hearing these noises. And two of the officers were discussing at the time, like, what should we do about this? You know, Mm -hmm. what the heck's going on? And right when they were doing this, one looks behind him and says, duck. And right as soon as he did that, a cabinet swung open and just barely missed his head. Wow. Good reflexes. Right? (laughs) I know. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they were all on edge anyways. Yeah. How did he see the cabinet start opening? I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they, I think I have a feeling the uh, energy was probably high at that Mm -hmm. time. Um, After all this was happening, two of the officers decided that that was just too much for them. So they went ahead and left and waited outside, but two remained inside and continued to search. And when they discovered that there was even more banging and commotion coming from Estefania's old room, they went there to investigate. They discovered there that a cross had flown off the wall and that the little Jesus figurine that's normally on the cross mm-hmm. was broken off of it. Mm. And there was a poster on the wall that was under the cross, and it had three claw marks through Ooh. it. Yeah. Ooh, not good. Not good. All around. Threes. Threes. Yeah. All right. So the family went ahead and told the officers about the bathroom and how they felt like that was kind of like the, the busy part of the house. And so they obviously went to check it out. And once they were there, they noticed there was an extreme do- drop in temperature and said that they could hear quiet voices echoing in the walls. These are the d- detectives and yeah. the police officers. Um, so after experiencing all this, the detective who was in charge um, actually filed a report saying that he had no explanation for what was going on inside the house. And this was the first and only time in Spain's history and maybe world history. I don't really know but definitely Spain's history that a member of the police force has written about a paranormal occurrence in an official report. I thought that was very interesting. That's interesting. All right. So the family eventually moved out. Thank God. And once they left, they didn't have any more experiences. It was something associated with that house too. Yeah. Um, And if you guys have ever heard of or seen the movie Veronica on Netflix. No, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. This is the story that it's based off oh, of. okay. And it's very scary. I have watched it. You have? I watched the movie first and then learned that it was based off of a true story. It's Spanish with English subtitles, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you do have to pay attention. Yeah. You gotta read. <laughs> you gotta read and focus what's going on. But there are some, you know, differences, of course, as there are. Yeah. But actually, I think this story is scarier than what happens in the movie. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll consider it. <laughs> Look at you doing Listen. a possession story. I know. I love it. I wanted to join the club. You guys have done one. It was my turn. It Welcome. Was. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the possession it. club. I enjoy- yeah, I don't know mm. what kind of club that is, but. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Voice is like, don't be excused. <laughs> don't love it. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That is interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I could. So they never tried to do exorcisms on her. Nothing. No, no, mm-hmm. they just were, you know, taking her to hospitals and doctors and trying to figure out what was going wrong at that point. Yeah. No answers. And then she she died really before they could figure out, I mean, before things started escalating where they thought it was really possession type stuff. It's interesting, though, that the house still was being 
haunted. I haven't really heard of that with the possession story. It's almost like she was still stuck there and she yeah. was still possessed. It's like she was never freed. That's it's really sad. sad. That is sad. Yeah. Has it said anything else about like people who've lived in that house now? No? Not that I know of, but um, there may be. There may be, yeah. Maybe they want to keep a low profile. Maybe they're like, this no, fucking you. apartment is the worst. Yeah. Board it up. <laughs> GTFO. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. That's the that's the possession story that I got for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're going to take another shot, guys, before we go. Oh, yeah, let's do that. forgot about that guy. Before we go on to our next one. What do we got here, Boydston? Tell us all. It's Midori, a okay. melon liqueur. <laughs> alien juice. It is alien juice. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. It's bright green, which is honestly the reason why I chose it. I do enjoy that. It's not really like... I mean, I guess you can shoot anything. I Most people wouldn't shoot Midori, but... But here we are. It's more of a mixer and a drink. Cheers. Not this time. Not this time. Happy aliens. Happy aliens. If you guys have any good suggestions on how we can incorporate a shot-taking game into our episodes, please let us know, because we want to do that. Yep. (laughs) We're going to do it anyways, but... Yeah, we're going to take shots anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Just let us know. But not, like, too drunk, because if it's... They have to take a shot every time they do this. No. Right. Have you heard (laughs) some of our sloppy episodes when we were talking about Pam... (laughs) Or <laughs> honestly, those are some of my favorites. <laughs> or when you're like, the words are swimming. Yep, oh, here God. we go. <laughs> you're like, oh shit, I'm last. I have to read all this. That's how it was for me a couple times. Oh, me too. Me too. I forget which episode it was, but at the very end, you don't hear me say anything. It's because I fell asleep in the chair. <laughs> it was when you covered a place in India. Yes. No, you no, did a no, true crime. Um, a true crime in it India. It was a true crime in no Malaysia. Oh, so Malaysia, <laughs> and I could barely pronounce the words. And then I always do the closing. You don't hear me do the closing. I literally fell asleep in the chair as soon as I finished my story. Boyson and I did some ghost hunting. We yes. did. <laughs> they did a ghost hunting. Then Boyson had to drive me home. That's I, how bad I was. She almost threw up in my car. Oh, I didn't. God. I threw up in the cul-de-sac. We Good times. <laughs> I was a mess that episode. God, what do we think we are? 21? What's wrong with us? I don't know. I like us. this, though. I like that. I like it. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Let's go. Oh, my God. Go, go, go. Oh, it's me! Jesus. <laughs> you know, instead of holding your phone away from the microphone, you could turn the volume down on your phone. You I had to think quickly, and that's what I thought of. <laughs> Instead of just pushing the little button. (laughs) Okay. So I did not tell you guys anything. Really? Yeah. um, (laughs) What did you say? My my story is about a thing. I said, it's a surprise. I said, it's it's a a surprise surprise. and it's all over. Yeah, there it was. (laughs) And so Sarah was like, could you be any more vague? It's about people, places, and things. It's a noun. It is. It's a noun. (laughs) We're going to talk about some Hollywood movie sets that have been haunted while filming. Ooh, okay. okay. So some of our favorite horror movies, some of our classic favorite horror movies have some, they didn't have a good time filming. They had some scary experiences. I, I can't wait to hear about it. Okay. You might know of a couple because there's a couple on here that are very famous. So we're going to talk about, which is probably <laughs> so high. <laughs> Sorry. Are you okay? The most recent. Did you break? Let's actually no. We're gonna go. Side note: I did this at five a.m. So we're gonna start with this one first. Okay. I can the, I can see what you're talking about. Let's the start Exorcist. With that one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's start there. And okay. From the Lou. Huh? 
the Lou? Nelly. Nelly from the Lou. From the Lou, and I'm proud. I have no idea what you're saying. What? (laughs) Sheltered childhood. Are you singing a rap song? Country grammar. Down, down, baby. Low street in a rain. Is that country grammar? Yeah. Yeah. Country grammar. I know that song, but I do not know that's the title of it. Yes. That is the title. I just sing. That's the only part I know, too, is what you sing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to The Exorcist. All right. So nine deaths have been associated with The Exorcist. I'm not going to go over all nine of them, but the most notable was Jack McGowan, who was an actor in the movie, and he died a month before the film was released. And his character in the movie was killed by the demon. Mm. And by, like, died, like, these are, like, sudden, <laughs> random deaths. Not, like, died, died. But Not, like, like, died of, like, died. age or an yeah, illness. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Vasiliki Malarios. Nailed yep. it. Yep. He's another actor <laughs> who also died in the movie and then died before the movie was released do you know what their characters were how did they die i did not look and see what their characters were but i will talk about characters later okay um a man who played a nurse ended up killing a reporter before the movie was released and he confessed like right away but he had no motive like he couldn't explain why he did it just felt like it yeah pretty much man um it's just a tuesday afternoon those are just three of the deaths associated like i said i'm not gonna go over all nine of them but there's been nine unexplained deaths the first set of the home burned down during an unexplained fire, which this is pretty well known. There was a fire in the set, which set production back six weeks, which in Hollywood time, you know, that's a lot of money that they have to spend. Um, but the only room that was not touched was Reagan's room. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which if you have not seen The Exorcist, that is the little girl who gets possessed. <laughs> if you have been living under the rock and not seen this movie, you should, but... That's who Reagan is. I love that movie. <laughs> I love it, too. My it's a classic. scary movie. Right. So Ellen Burstein, she is the actress in part of the movie. She is filming a scene. She's thrown across the bedroom by the demon. Her harness malfunctioned, which pulled her away too quickly, and she endured a permanent spine injury on set because of that. Oh, goodness. Oh, damn. Jason Miller, who plays Father Carras in the movie, was approached by a priest on the street while he was filming. Completely random. The priest handed him a medallion and warned him against those who, quote, do things to reveal the devil for the trickster that he is. He will seek retribution against you, or he will even try to stop what you are trying to do to unmask him. End quote. That's intense. Yeah. Okay. For just passing by. Just passing by. Yeah. The cast and the crew, they arrived one day to shoot, and the entire set was covered in snow. So they found out it was because they had multiple air conditioners on because they were trying to make it, like, cold and gloomy to set Mm -hmm. the atmosphere. And it combined with the humidity, which made snow. (laughs) But still very unusual to just walk in and you see snow all over the set. That's true. Especially when it's unintentional. Right. Yes. So when it was first shown in Rome, it was screened in a theater that was between two churches. And there was a thunderstorm going on, which really kind of couldn't ask for better mood setting. Yeah. (laughs) So during the storm, there was a loud thump while the movie was playing, and one of the church's crosses was struck by lightning. Mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. spooky. So Linda Blair, who is the main star who plays the little girl, Reagan, she had a nervous breakdown while filming. And I bet she did. Yes. Listen, that was an intense movie. It was a very intense movie, and she has been pretty open about like how much it affected her. Sure. So you can look it up. I mean, she went through a lot after that movie. 
So the author of the book, The Exorcist, William Peter Blatty, which the movie's based off, he experienced strange activity while he was writing the book. His wife reported that she saw a hairbrush float on thin air just across the room. Oh. And he didn't believe her at first until he saw a telephone do the exact same thing while he was writing. That ghost is getting ready for a date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got her to brush her hair. Hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I have cracked the code. <laughs> Um, they, things got so intense that they had a priest come and do a blessing on the set and things did kind of quiet down after that. And then one of the, um, crew members was quoted as saying, there were strange images and visions that showed up on film that were never planned. There are double exposures in the little girl's face at the end of one reel that is simply Mm. unbelievable. Ooh. Mm. Now I want to see him. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So that is The Exorcist. Next, we're going to go to The Omen. I've never seen The Omen. (gasps) You should. Okay. It's so good. (laughs) All right, we're going to go to the original, because there was a remake recently, I think, in 2008. Okay. Hold on, not 2008. 2006. Um, But we're going to talk about the original first, which I haven't seen the remake. I've only seen the original. When was the original filmed? Um, Stop asking questions, please. I actually thought about putting the dates that these were released. You don't have to tell me exactly, just like... Is it black and white or? No, it's not black and white. All right, cool. Um, 1976. Oh, okay. Like Amityville style. Mm-hmm. And there was, there's a couple sequels too, so I'm kind of going to talk about the sequels too. Okay. All right, so designer John Richardson, he designed set props for the movie. After he had finished designing the sets and was working on another movie, he was in a car accident in Holland that decapitated his wife. Oh, Which, my in the movie The Omen, he helped design a set where the passenger is killed by decapitation in a car accident. Yikes. Which, does he like to relive his trauma? Is or he what? okay? He right. was okay. So he was knocked unconscious. Like, is mentally. he okay? <laughs> no, probably not, though. No. Gosh, how do you ever come so. back from that? So he was knocked unconscious. He was driving when he came to found his wife obviously horrible he saw well, also part of her a road sign off <laughs> i can't believe you just said that <laughs> sarah i tried to bypass that and i was like i can't it took me like half a second to register <laughs> sorry all right okay. you're a terrible person <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. When he woke up from the accident, he saw a road sign off to the side of the accident that said the town of Omen, O-M-M-E-N, was 66.6 kilometers away. Uh-oh. That is a bad omen. <laughs> You're really on a roll. <laughs> she just got him. <laughs> All right. I'm very tired. Um, have you seen the omen the movie i thank you for asking no i have not (laughs) okay (laughs) just because i'm gonna have to explain some of this so there is one scene where and again i'm not even gonna say spoilers because this came out in the 70s y'all that's fine you had Um, your time to watch (laughs) you had your time (laughs) it's my own fault there's a scene where they are in a car and baboons start attacking the car because the whole thing is the kid is the antichrist and so animals do not like him Oh. Oh. Yeah, so okay. during this scene, they had an animal trainer, obviously, who was there to keep them safe from the baboons. I mean, they're trained, but still. <clears throat> I mean, they're wild. They, How yeah. much can you train a baboon? Per the producer, Harvey Bernhard, the animal trainer was killed the day after they shot the scene. 
by no. baboons? He was killed by a tiger. Oh. He grabbed him by the head and killed him instantly. Quote. So this is an animal trainer who like knows animals and kind of a freak accent to be killed by a tiger. Well, talk to was it Roy or is it Seafreak? No, well, too much. Yes. <laughs> there have gonna, been animal trainers who have been joke, so but I thought too far, too far. <laughs> there have been animal trainers who have been killed, yes, but the whole point is that they are supposed to know how to train. I can't. I don't know. What is with these people? Their heads falling off. God. I don't know that the shots were a good idea. No. <laughs> All right. Ready for some freaky stuff? Always. All right. Thank you. October 1975. <laughs> they are still filming. Gregory Peck is the main star. I don't know if you know Gregory Peck. He is <laughs> the bomb.com. I love him. What did you say? The bomb.com. I don't know who that is. He was in that. To Kill a Mockingbird. He's in lots of famous movies old movie star okay anyways so he's the father and the omen okay so october 1975 he's flying to london so he can film and the plane was struck by lightning while across the atlantic ocean an engine caught fire and the plane almost crashed but it did not god producer mace newfield was on his way to london to shoot when his plane was struck by lightning while crossing the atlantic ocean and also he survived we're gonna have to cancel our scotland trip um, screenwriter david seltzer rode on an airplane that was also struck by lightning across the atlantic ocean Mm-mm. nope three people the main star a producer and the screenwriter all separate flights their planes all got struck by lightning across the atlantic ocean trying to fly to london to film okay while on location in london staff were almost blown up by the irish republican army in their hotel Luckily, they were not at the hotel at the time, but their hotel was actually bombed by the IRA. A few days later, Gregory Peck and the crew were heading to a restaurant when the IRA bombed that building right before they got there. So they escaped the IRA twice, just by luck. Okay. They hired a small local plane in the movie to get some aerial shots, but at the last minute, the company that they hired delayed the shots. <laughs> Areola shots. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Where is that coming from? It's coming from that Midori Sour shot that we took. <laughs> that's that's what did you just say? <laughs> I don't even know what she said. <laughs> Those comments are coming from the Midori shot that we the just Midori. took. <laughs> I was like, what did she say? Something shot. <laughs> Midori Sour shot? <laughs> tried my hardest okay. <laughs> yeah you did all right so the plane so the company delayed the shots they're like hey we have another crew that booked which really it was just another crew that was paying more money so they put them behind them but the plane ended up crashing hey. flying into a flock of birds crashing oh through God. a fence and hitting a car so several people died it's unclear how many but how, how are the birds I don't know about the birds. The birds, the birds probably done. died. Yeah, no, they went if through the they engine. they flew into a flock of birds, those birds are gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what caused them to crash. They flew into a flock of birds. And one so got I'm in the sure engine. It, yeah, so I'm sure it destroyed the engine, and that's how they crashed. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. They will. Stutman, out over. joint. He was working on another film after he finished filming The Omen, and he was to jump off of a tall building and land on an airbag, which stuntmen, <laughs> this is something they do all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about that. So, while he was doing a take... <laughs> Expert. 
I do that all the time at home. <laughs> you jump off buildings onto airbags? Okay. Yes. She jumps off Parkour. her roof. <laughs> so he <Parkour>. jumped. <laughs> he jumped in an awkward way and landed on the ground. I can't. <laughs> the shots were a bad idea. Not for me. I'm doing great. <laughs> he just jumped in an awkward way. And he landed on the ground instead of the airbag. Oh, that is awkward. <laughs> he survived. Good. But he said when he woke up, he felt like he was pushed, which is why he jumped weird. Because they were like, dude, you've done this a thousand times. He's like, I was pushed off. Of. Got it. So the Guildford Cathedral, so that is a backdrop for, it's a very famous scene. It's a backdrop for the movie. So this priest had trouble after the movie was released to get people to actually, like, come to the church for mass because everybody associated with the movie and possession and didn't want to go there. So people were too scared to go in, and in 2008, an armed man was spotted on the church grounds, and police were called in. Eventually, the man was shot and killed by authorities on the same steps that appeared in the movie. So just some creepy stuff. (laughs) So Robert Munger, he is the guy who created The Omen. So he pitched the idea about this whole movie after seeing how successful Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist were, and producer Harvey Benhard, he's the one who signed on to create it. After he signed on to create it, Robert Munger was later quoted as saying that it was a mistake and said, quote, if the devil's greatest single weapon is to be invisible and you're going to do something which is going to take away his invisibility to millions of people, he's not going to want that to happen. And he warned everyone if they made the movie, it would be cursed. All right. 2006, they did a remake and the director of this, John Moore, claimed that nearly all of the footage from an entire day's worth of shooting was lost inexplicably. Mm. He said there was an accident in the processing lab that destroyed 13,500 feet of film. And he said, feet? Feet. Like, That's how they measure that, huh? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <Okay. laughs> he said it was a loss that is unheard of in Hollywood, and he said all of the lab techs were just completely baffled and, like, crying because this just doesn't happen. So they had to reshoot an entire stay worth. That's um, a bummer. Father Brennan, so the actor... His real name is Pete Postlethwaite. I don't know. His brother died unexpectedly after the movie after he received three sixes in a poker game. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Rosemary's Baby. Have you guys seen this one? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> Watch Rosemary's Baby. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I mean, I will. So, do you know anything about Rosemary's Baby? I just heard smell nice but not taste good. (laughs) (laughs) Like rosemary, the spice. (laughs) I really know what to do with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. You only want to smell the baby, don't eat the baby. She gets pregnant and gives birth to that Antichrist. That's what this oh, movie's about. There's so many. If you're not picking up a theme here, it's about I was the Antichrist, Antichrist children. Yes. I was close. Demons. They're all, they're all children. So less than a year after the premiere, the producer, William Castle, was hospitalized with severe kidney stones, and he hallucinated, and at one point yelled, Rosemary, for God's sake, drop the knife. Hmm. 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 So, the obvious, I don't know if you guys, you haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, so this isn't obvious. <laughs> it's Ro- not obvious. Roman Polanski is the director. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know who he is, right? Heard of her. Him? 
<laughs> I know. It was a joke. This <laughs> is going wife, well. His wife, Sharon Tate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was oh, murdered by the Manson too. family. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was murdered <clears throat> by the Manson family. So that's some craziness there. And Helter Skelter, you know, mm-hmm. was written on the wall with the Manson family, which is a lyric to a Beatles song. John Lennon was assassinated outside the building where they filmed the movie The Dakota. I feel like that one's a stretch, but I'm here for it. Full circle, though. I like it. Yeah. All right. So producer William Castle, again, he received plenty of hate mail, up to 50 letters a day, accusing him of ushering in Satanism into America. And the author of the book, Ira Levin, was divorced after the book came out and was harassed by her religious groups for years to the point that he ended his career as a recluse. Aww. Poltergeist. Have you Poltergeist. guys seen Poltergeist? I have seen Poltergeist. Okay. Have you? No, I have not. Goodness. Poltergeist was fine. It was good. So what? do you know what the main thing is with Poltergeist that they did that they think caused it to be haunted? Do you remember the skeleton uh, no. scene? No. Use real skeletons. They used real skeletons yes. instead of fake ones. Okay. Because fake ones were more expensive, so they just used real skeletons. <clears throat> now tell me, how the hell did they get real skeletons? That is a great question I do not have the answer to. They obviously dug up some graves. But they're like in a pit with skeletons. Yeah. And they're real. Yeah. In this movie. <clears throat> so they said this is what invited trouble in because they used all these dead bodies. Obvi. So during a scene where a clown puppet is supposed to strangle the young son, the mechanical puppet malfunctioned and actually was choking him to the point that the director steven spielberg had to step in and rescue the child how old was this kid i don't know kid sorry like he's little kid age. like a little kid yeah he's the youngest <laughs> son in the movie so six seven maybe i don't know okay so they had a sequel as well and on the sequel because of everything that happened during the original filming they had an exorcism that was conducted on set so there is a lot of death curses with the poltergeist as well. So Dominique Dunn, she plays the eldest daughter, Dana. She died shortly after the film released in 1982. Aww. She was strangled by her abusive ex-boyfriend and then died five days later in the hospital. That's terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> Heather O'Rourke, she was the youngest daughter, um, and she played a character named Carol Ann, and she became ill four months before the release of Poltergeist. Carol Ann! Yeah, I'm trying to say her name the whole movie. <laughs> the release of Poltergeist 3, I should say. <laughs> she was taken to the hospital and died of cardiac arrest and septic shock from Aww. Crohn's disease, which was undiagnosed, and she was 12 years old. Oh. Yeah. What? Julian Beck died that of stomach cancer. Suspicious. Will Sampson had complications after a heart-lung transplant, and Richard Lawson was on a flight that crashed in 1992. He did survive, but he was, like, one of... A very, very few who did survive that flight. Okay. Exorcism of Emily Rose. I know that movie. Yes. Jennifer Carpenter, who's the main star, reported her radio would come on by itself while she was asleep and at one point blared Pearl Jam's Alive. Whoa, <laughs> I'm still alive. Not anymore. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to the Conjuring universe. Are you ready? Wait, oh, so that only that one thing happened? Um, only okay, that one right, thing. We're moving her. on. All right, we're going to the Conjuring universe. They Here have lots of stuff. Annabelle. Mm-hmm. So during pre-production, director John Leonetti saw three figures drawn through the dust along the window, backlit by the moon. Hmm. Produce, producer, <laughs> sorry, Peter Sanfran, he reported, quote, we shot in this amazing old apartment building near Koreatown, and we had some funky stuff go down. Funky. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yikes. In yeah, particular, the first day that the demon was shooting in full mm-hmm. makeup, we brought the demon up in the elevator. He walks out and walks around to the green room to where we're holding the talent, and just as he walks under, a giant glass light fixture is being followed by the actor playing the handyman of the building. All of a sudden, the entire glass light fixture falls down on his head, the janitor's head. Oh. And in the script, the demon kills the janitor in that hallway. Oh. All right, we're well, going to go to the nun. Okay, I'm sorry. The Nun was scary. I haven't seen The Nun. Oh, that one scared me. So I've seen all these old ones. I haven't seen the new ones. Has anybody seen the newest one? The newest Nun? No, Conjuring. Oh, no. I've only seen the original Conjuring. That's all I've seen from that universe. And Annabelle. I've seen Annabelle. Okay, yeah. They're making one that centers around a rocking chair. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. I saw the previews for that, yes. I saw so, the rocking chair. Oh, good job. <laughs> Did Zach have it? Yes. Oh. And I was RIP all access, so I got to stand real close to it. Uh, I couldn't touch it. No. <laughs> sit on it. But you <laughs> can sit it. on it. All right. So in the nun, director Corn Hardy claimed to see two apparitions. Did you say Corn Hardy? Corn Hardy okay. is his name. <laughs> I can't help his name. No, no. No, no. Proceed. He reported that while they were filming a sequence in a Romanian castle, he stepped Mm -hmm. into a side room so that a camera could pass. And it was the only entrance in and out of that room. He saw two men sitting at the back of the room, and he assumed they were just crew members. After the take was done, he turned to say something to the men, but they were gone. Mm. Where'd they go? They were never there. Spoiler alert, they were ghosts. (laughs) All right, so... Mm. In the Conjuring movies, actors would find mysterious bruises all over their bodies. And they weren't doing, like, stunt work or anything like that. They just would have bruises show up. There is a video, supposedly, somewhere circulating of a curtain moving by itself. Um, The air conditioning was switched off, and no doors were open, but the curtain just kept moving. I'm totally going to butcher her name. The main actress. Vera Farmiga. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Vera Farmiga. She's the main actress who plays Lorraine. She reported that she would wake up between 3 and 4 every morning from the moment she started work on The Conjuring. I really like her. I love her. She is a good actress. She also reported finding three digital claw marks on her computer screen right after she accepted the role. What? Yeah. Digital claw Digital claw marks. I have no idea what that means. It means like it just... It was just on the screen. Like, it yeah. looked like it was on the screen, but not actually there. Like, I was thinking, like, when you, like, <clears throat> scratch the screen and it turns purple or something. Okay. So, right after she accepted the role. Hmm. Um, after she completed filming on The Conjuring, the next day she woke up with three claw mark bruises across her thigh. Yikes. And props kept moving around the room between <clears throat> takes while they were filming. Not good. Not, not good at all. good at all. I think that's all of them. That's all I got for you guys. Wow, very thorough. There are some... Nice book report. Thank you. <laughs> Lesson learned. Um, if you're going to film a movie about demonic activity, you're probably going to have some creepy stuff happen on set, apparently. That seems to be the theme. That seems to be the theme. So when we film our haunted movie... Yes. We'll just have to take some precautions. Just have priests on set. Like, they started... <laughs> they seriously did that for a couple movies. They would have priests oh. on set. To bless things and bless the people, and we just have to practice safe set. <laughs> <laughs> there she is, it's Tipsy Boydston. I missed her. And with that, it's time to do another shot before Boydston's story. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
Shot number three. Cheers. Cheers. Where are you taking us? Where are we going? Let's head to Transylvania. <gasps> are we going Yay. to learn about... We're not going to talk about Dracula. Damn it. Dang it. <laughs> Although I'm surprised we actually haven't covered that before. I'm surprised too. Maybe mm. it should come up in a future episode. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a group episode about him. Instead, I'm going to tell you guys about the world's most haunted forest. Oh, yes. Also known as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. <laughs> I was just thinking about the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. <laughs> I was just wondering what that was called. <laughs> well, funny you should ask. <laughs> It's called me. the Hoya Bachu Forest. Yes. Hoya Bachu. There it is. <laughs> it's Lindsay's turn. <laughs> I like to do my story so now I can interrupt yours as much as you interrupted mine. <laughs> Listen, she started it. Yes, I did. She I'm did. sorry. <laughs> she did. Uh, I'd like to say I try not to, but I didn't try that hard. <laughs> no, she didn't. No, she didn't. My try left. Um, it is considered to be a hub for paranormal activity, and even many of the local locals refuse to go inside. (laughs) Keep going. Please, keep going. Uh, The forest is dense and thick. (coughs) Oh, boy. With tree cover that doesn't allow for much light. (laughs) We don't have anything for that. The trees twist and they turn. They're they're twisty and turny. Right? And their limbs zigzag and spiral, but always turning in a clockwise direction. What? Like a helicopter. Like the limbs um, are like wrapping around? Yeah, the, like the... But the, every single thing turns in the same direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Whoa. There seems to be a lingering mist, and at one point, there's a place called The Clearing, which is an almost perfect circle of land with absolutely no growth at all. Zero. So that just sense. open space. It's With clear. no growth. Okay. Ooh. Scientists have been out to examine growth patterns of trees and sample the soil in the clearing, but no explanation has ever been provided. Hmm. Coincidentally, the clearing is where a lot of the paranormal activity occurs. Ah. So some people think it might be a portal. To where? Your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go all the way to Romania to get to a portal of my mom's. That's right. So far away. Everybody else, too. So, there are a couple of legends surrounding the forest. The most popular claim is of a shepherd and his flock of 200 sheep entering the forest. But they weren't seen, and the people searched for them. They were never seen again, and their remains were never found. Some sources list this as the namesake of the forest. Um, but another legend is about a young girl entering the forest, but non- not seen for five years. And then, Dang. when she reemerged, she looked like she hadn't aged a single day and couldn't remember where she had been. And she was young, like five years old. Sounds and like my forest didn't stories. Didn't age a day. Missing yeah. 411 like, yep. stories. Mm-hmm. It's pretty similar. Some believe the forest is haunted by peasants who were murdered there a long, long time ago. Um, And there's a lot of history there, including evidence of a settlement from 6500 BC. Like the the Stone Age. Yeah. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? What's BC? That's old. You know this? Before Christ. There you go. Okay. 
testing you. I was going to say before Destiny's Child, but that's 80. That's, that's 80 oh. to you guys. That's after Destiny's Child is how you <laughs> yeah, interpreted that. <laughs> Close enough. Bonus point. Do you actually remember what 80 is? Uh, it's Latin. Yes, it is. It's still after and Destiny's Child. And te... Just... Dami nu. Huertes. I think actually I think that means after 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 I'm pretty sure is Spanish I know I told you I it's a combination of the two it's your take on what it means college credit hours in Spanish okay okay you did great I can say three words Dolor that's all I know que paso Hola. Um, <laughs> biblioteca. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know. La biblioteca. <clears throat> Puedo ir al baño. Yes. Mm. Yes. Si. You may go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was where is your bathroom. No, don't say Don't say esta. Is where is. Okay. Good. Thank you. I took Spanish in high school, too. Hop <laughs> off. Oh. Wait, cop what did you say cop off hop, hop off oh no, hop oh here we are I say cop off it That's sounded stupid. like it oh <laughs> well it didn't make sense i was confused it's so we were speaking spanish i know but i was not understanding the joke See. cop off está bien <laughs> bueno um Lindsay has joined the chat. Here she is. Continue, Boynston. We're speaking Spanish while talking about Romania. Gracias. De nada. Taco. <laughs> Nailed it. Enchilada. Ah, I was waiting until we went into food. I thought you would say queso, though. Queso, you don't know me. You don't even know me. Let's go back to Romania. Okay. Yes, let's go. So, five-year-old. She's back. Yes, she's back. She has an age. Who knows how many people died in this forest? Okay. Oh, we don't the know. peasants. Yeah, there because I mean, from the Stone Age, that can be a lot of accumulation of yes. before Christ. Stone There's Age peasants were in the Stone Age. <laughs> they think this I'm is where it's haunted. Okay. Here's something else exciting. Guess what happened there in the sixties? I have no idea. Aliens? Something with Dracula. Alien. A UFO Dang sighting. It. No. Yeah. Gosh. Dang it! I was thinking Dracula. Dracula. Well, in I the, don't know. In the sixties. Transylvania. I'm just going with Dracula. So in 1960, a military technician named Emile Bernier was in the forest near <laughs> the clearing. I feel like if you put on an accident, it sounds better. That's You just yes. got to commit. Just covers everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he was near the clearing with his girlfriend and some of their friends, and his girlfriend said that she saw something weird in the sky. And so they all looked up and saw a shining silver disc in the sky near the tree line. And he had his camera, so, of course, he snapped some pictures. Sure. And they watched it for, like, I don't know, two minutes before it took off. And then the pictures were developed and posted in several local newspapers. And, of course... days of developing pictures. (laughs) Right. Well, here's the problem. Here's why I think it's a little compelling. So, people were skeptical, claiming that the group saw weather balloons in, like, weird lighting. Mm -hmm. Um, But... The thing is that this guy was publicly publicly claiming he saw and took pictures of a UFO during a time when belief in anything paranormal was a big no-no in communist Russia. Okay. Like this was viewed as a sign of madness and state sabotage and could cost Yikes. believers and people who were saying these things their job. And at that time, 
I can't speak to now, but at the time, if you lose your job, like there is not, you know, housing for Welfare, homelessness. Yeah. Like <clears throat> so why would he sabotage his job and his life? Just to say like, hey, I saw a UFO, maybe. Right. So that's why I think it's pretty compelling. Um, and additionally, the, the negatives were examined and no evidence of tampering was found. Yep. Plus, this has not been the only UFO sighting. But that's not the only strange thing that's been reported here. Okay. Visitors report walking into the forest but coming out with unexplainable symptoms. There are claims that as soon as they walk in and they, as soon as they walk in, they have severe anxiety and feel like they're being watched. Mm, those swirly branches. Which, do you guys ever get the feeling <laughs> that you're being watched? Yes. That has happened um, At a couple places we've been at, I feel like we've experienced that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to remember where. Where have you guys felt like you've been watched? Like all the time. Over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, not just haunted places. No, like all the time, yeah. Like even at my own house, I've I think said that part before. of that is probably also your anxiety, and you think that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, I felt that at my house before. <laughs> it's a we call it a negative thinking pattern. We call it stinking thinking. Where like you walk into a room, and you think everybody was just talking about you and looking at you. No, like if I no, walk into that. an empty room, I feel like I'm being watched. Like you feel like there's somebody else. What's in the that? Room. Okay. What's that, Nick Lindsay? No, I don't know about that. You diagnose me. Room. You just said oh. you feel like you're being watched. So I was thinking you felt like okay. You that's why I was. No, it's I was like the feeling no, is the worst <laughs> whenever I'm alone. Okay. No, I have never walked into an empty room and felt like I'm being watched. Like in normal life, at some haunted places, I have felt like something was watching. Maybe. Um. So they feel like they're being watched. Other effects can include vomiting, nausea, headaches, and rashes. Others walk out with scratches and bruises and have no idea where they came from. There it is. I was waiting on it. I was like, someone's got to get scratched. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There are reports of people being attacked by biting, pushing, or even being physically thrown out by unseen forces. Dang. They're like, get out of this forest. GTFO. rough. (laughs) Don't come back. (laughs) Ghosts have even, like, been seen, like, in normal ghostly form, but also by way of dark mist-like masses. Mist-like masses. Yes. People report seeing faces right in front of them. What? Sometimes glowing green eyes are noticed staring Whoa. from a distance. <laughs> okay. Aliens. Owls. Okay. <laughs> On two legs. Once you take a shot. <laughs> Not a shot. <laughs> um, orbs have been seen with the naked eye but disappear in photos. Some report hearing voices including giggles of women or screams from young girls. No. People report hearing the sound of deer or horse hooves. Hooves? Hooves. Hooves. <laughs> you wanna know why I say that? Hooves. Why? Yeah, there, I've heard this before. It's from the night before Christmas. The nightmare before Christmas? The night before oh, Christmas. No, What's the night? The be- nightmare? Oh the, the the book. The book. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sure. So in the night before Christmas it says and then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, oh. the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. <laughs> of each little hoof. <laughs> hoof. That's why I say it's hooves. Because of, to rhyme with roof. 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 Hoof. Roof. Hoof. Roof. Hoof. <laughs> roof. Hoof. Anyway, deer or horse <laughs> hooves, even when nothing is around. Electronic devices are said to fail here, like batteries draining. EVPs are collected, and they tend to be strange noises and shouting and weeping and growls. 
And so I came across a post by a guy named Stuart Summers on a site called The Beehive around his trip to Hoya Bachu. And I'm going to summarize here. You should go read his, his little post. Yeah. But essentially, he made a, a one-man trip to the forest. He did no research and went in blind. I'm figurative he could see but he went in blind uh, <laughs> the, we it. all knew what you meant but when you <laughs> say he went in blind but thank you for clarifying I had his eyes open he could see but <laughs> I just know. wanted to be sure I'm, blind people can go in forests too okay Lindsay why is this okay Lindsay <laughs> Sarah's laughing at you too you're the one pointing it out <laughs> <laughs> so this Romanian bus dropped him off outside of an old abandoned industrial complex and he had to trespass across that in order to reach the forest and along the way he was passing locals and um he whenever they would see him they would immediately begin praying and doing the the sign of the cross. Sign of the cross, and then running in the other direction. Oh, and so, welcoming to Taurus. They were not impressed. So, he gets to the forest and he walks in and he takes in the eerie view. And then, almost immediately, he sees a ghostly figure of a tall man with glowing eyes. And so, Stuart leaves. He's like, Yeah, He's I'm like, out. First sighting, I'm out. <laughs> this is enough. Thanks, but no thanks, Forrest. <laughs> and he heads back to the hotel where he researches where he just was and what he just saw. And he says that he found sites and message boards where people were saying that the forest wasn't actually the worst of it. They claim that within 48 hours of leaving, visitors reported severe fevers, overwhelming fatigue, delirious thoughts, and the skin falling off their hands and feet. What? Okay. That's a lot more extreme than being a little tired. Skin melting off? Your damn off? hand falling so, off, basically. No, no thank you. Stop it. Stuart claims that 48 hours on the dot, he was struck with a severe fever that lasted about 24 hours, during which he had hyper-realistic dreams about the forest. He was texting people. He's like, I'm dying. I don't... I'm oh, dying. That's terrible. And then the peeling of the hands and feet started and <gasps> oh, lasted yeah. for three weeks. He said it was like a bad sunburn, and there, on this website, there is a picture of his hand peeling. So... Gross. I appreciated a first-hand account, and it was certainly interesting. I highly recommend you, recommend you go read Stewart's account because he talks about whenever he first got off the airplane and was walking like a five mile hike to his hotel he ran into two Mormon missionaries mm-hmm. and they were like in, in kind of yeah <laughs> there's religions all over the okay, country How you're, dare right, you? you're right but they have to spread the word of our Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ okay <laughs> gotta be everywhere it says to the ends of the earth that includes Romania <laughs> So it was like, <laughs> he said it was like these two sisters and they were really sketchy. Um, but I really want to go there. I think Lindsay wants to go there too. Lindsay wants to spread the word. Good word. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I think that would be awesome to go there. And I also, while we're in Transylvania, can we just. Transylvania? It's Romania. She said Transylvania, didn't you? Trans- isn't Transylvania a place in Romania? Oh, maybe. I don't know, but you said Transylvania at the beginning because I thought it was going to be about Dracula. I am sorry oh, to disappoint. Okay. No, no, it's fine. I just want to make sure I heard right. She I said just wants to go all the places. I'm in... go all the places. <laughs> in Romania. And meet all the people and see all the things. I want to meet Dracula. 
<laughs> I'm here for Dracula, excuse me. <laughs> Where are you? Good luck with that. No, there's the, the castle there. I want to go there. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Thanks so much for that story. <laughs> that sounded really sarcastic. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank that you was... so much for that story. <laughs> that was very sincere. I don't know why it came out so sarcastic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much for your story. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for your. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I think that's all we have for you today. <laughs> that's about all we can do for this. That's all we can do. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys, for tuning into our paranormal episode. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com and find all of our socials from there. Or send us your ideas, stories, whatever. Just email us at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review on anywhere. Uh, (laughs) We would greatly appreciate it. (laughs) On anywhere. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.